This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clubhouse show. Oh boy, is it getting interesting. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Where do your A's stand right now in the American League West? Well, with the Twins beating the Astros and the A's having won four in a row, they're just two games back. Ken Korak, our Minnesota Twins, came up big for us today. Yeah, the A's were big fans of the Twins this weekend, Chris. No doubt about that. And they're going to be big fans of any team the Astros are playing the rest of the year. I mean, just two games back with this new lineup. They're now 5-1 and one with the new lineup. They're a more dynamic team. This is going to be an exciting sprint to the finish line. And like we said, a lot of the teams the A's are competing with losing today, and the Yankees lost and the Red Sox losing, so the A's have the one percentage point lead for the top wild cards. So, yeah, and this is a tough stretch. You know, the A's are beginning a stretch of 15 straight games, 15 days beginning on Tuesday. So you're going to need your whole roster during that time. Guys are going to need days off. You have to expand your bullpen, and it's imperative that the A's starters go deep into games. But... You know, the starting pitching has been one of the strengths of the team. So this is really when it gets fun. Don't you get the sense that this team is really starting to grow in confidence and the main reason is because of what David Force and Billy Bean did at the deadline? Well, yeah, when you have one guy who's playing like he's out of his mind, like Marte, he's just been incredible, Chris. So he's a guy you can, I think, kind of rally around. And, and you and I have talked about this for years now that, the A's need batting average. They need somebody who's hitting over 300. And Marte is hitting around 450 since the All-Star <laughs> break now. So he's brought a lot to this club, Chris. He makes things happen. And I thought he did steal the base after the replay overturn in the first inning. But then even dancing off the bag, he gets into the head of the pitchers. And so he's a disruptor besides being really good. He's a disruptor, and that's a pretty good combination. Well, and how about, you know, and this was brought to my attention today by a former colleague who actually told Commander Cody this. You've got five guys in your rotation. You traded and developed all five of these guys. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, they all came out of the system, although they didn't draft any of them, did they? No, not one. Right? No, they were all traded when they were younger. Right? But they all came up and pitched in the A's minor league system. Except for Cole Urban, who never pitched in the, in the minor league system. But uh, he had only pitched 45 innings in the big leagues for the Phillies. So, yeah, it's an interesting point. But it's a good one, too, because it, it, it shows that just because you didn't draft somebody 
doesn't mean you didn't develop that player. Well, and, and the reality for the front office is they're always going for it, and they're in the playoffs so much, so they're always picking late in the first round. They're always trading their guys away to win now, so that's kind of how you have to do it. you got to be able to fleece other teams for their talent and make it work for you, and that's what the A's are. The A's are they're masters at that. And also, if you look at it, though, too, Chris, in the case of Bassett and Montas and Manaya and Caprillion, they were acquired in trades during years in which the A's weren't going for it. So, and you have to do that, too, Chris. I mean, the A's have had all the success, 11 postseasons since 2000, but they haven't been in it every year. And so in the years in which the A's felt like, okay, the prudent thing to do would be to trade a veteran or two, They've done that, and that's the way they were able to restock the rotation by getting those four guys, by trading established players to get those guys. When will we be able to say that the A's won the trade with the Yankees when they sent Sonny Gray to the New York <laughs> Yankees? At what point is Cap? Is he at that point to where we can say the A's won the trade? Six and four to three twenty ERA, and he's going to get some votes for Rookie of the Year, man. I think you could probably say that now. Yeah, because the thing is, it's like it's, you know, I mean, so many times you, you take a nobody and the A's turn a nobody into somebody, but Cap was never a nobody. I mean, this is a guy who was a first-round pick out of UCLA. He was, but as we've mentioned many times, he's fought through a lot. I don't think, I think there probably were a lot of people or are still even now surprised by what he's done this year. Because this is, even though he was a first-round pick and he was a great player for the Bruins, this has come out of nowhere a little bit, Chris, because he just didn't have a track record as a pro. But And that's credit to him for fighting through all that. But I think you can say watching him, this guy's legit. There's no doubt. Oh, no doubt. And then, you know, he's coming off the injury with a shoulder impingement and with with all he's dealt with, Chris, and all the time that he's missed, as soon as you hear, oh, you know, Caprillion's going back on the I.L., you're thinking, oh, no, not again. Something's up with him. And I think you proved today that that was a minor thing. And you know, I think it's still, it might be the prudent thing for the A's to rest him if they can the rest of the way. You know, having him miss a start or two, maybe once or twice the rest of the way, I don't think would be that bad an idea. Um, although if he's strong, I, I guess there's no reason to think about that. But, uh, you know, it's something that we thought about a little bit. You know, the other day you and Bob talked about this, and, and I've noticed it uh, in my scorebook because I always put, you know, which game this is for both teams. And just about every series, the A's had played more games than, than their opponents. I mean, it's just a reality. They just haven't had as many days off. With a day off tomorrow, so basically three days off in, in about a week, how big do you think that is for the stretch drive? Well, especially because they're going into playing 15 straight. We mentioned this during the eighth inning, Chris, that you can work your bullpen a certain way when you're, you have a lot of days off that you really can't do when you're playing 15 in a row. Like with Chafin, today was the third game he's pitched in the last four games, but that was over five days because the A's had the day off on Thursday. So now I think it and it has been big. And the way the A's have used their rotation, and they haven't switched things around where they'll try to keep a guy on his fourth day or fifth day or whatever. When the A's have gotten a day off, they push everybody back and they stay on turn. And I think that not to resist the temptation of saying, well, with a hot starting pitcher, we're going to keep him on his fifth day. They haven't done that, and I think that's really helped their starters and, and kept them fresh this year. 
Well, I got to tell you, I'm very excited about tomorrow. Getting out of the heat, heading down to Monterey for a little Poppy Hills. Ever since they redid Poppy Hills, I don't know if you've been down there, Ken, but it's absolutely beautiful. I I like it better now than when it first opened. I think it's a little softer. I think it's a little more playable. I think it looks better, too. So good luck to you, and I hope you set the course record. Well, as long as I'm under 100, I think I might be. <laughs> the way it's not I, that hard. <laughs> oh, hey, you it, should be able to break 90 out there. Come on. It, 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 it's been going sideways lately, Ken. i got to be honest. You need you need if You know, I can be bought. Well, I, I may need I may need you to stand behind me and help come me out with a slight cost. <laughs> All right, buddy, enjoy the <laughs> day right, off. Talk to you later. You've earned it, the great Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics, folks. Don't talk to me about. I don't want to hear about wild card. Don't even want to think about it. I don't even know what it is. They're hunting right now, and the prey is the Houston Astros. The A's are hot. They're 5-1 with this new lineup. And I know the Rangers aren't very good, but you know what? Who cares? You just got to keep stacking up wins. They're only two games back of the Houston Astros. It's it, This is prime time, baby. This is really exciting. The number is 833-625-2278. The A's with a sweep. We'll talk about next with you right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. A little preparation will make you and your family safer in an emergency. A week's worth of food and water, radio, flashlight, batteries, and a first aid kit are a good start. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com. Download the MLB app to get in-game video highlights, live pitch-by-pitch, breaking news, player updates, stat leaderboards, and more for your Oakland A's and the rest of the league. And he throws, and it's taken. Ring him up outside corner. Strike three called, and the ball game is over. And that's four straight for the A's, eight of ten. They're now two games behind the Astros in the division. They have the top wild card by one percentage point today over the Red Sox. Our final score, the A's six and the Rangers three. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. What are you looking at? You take a called third strike to end the game? Really? By the way, the umpiring today, brutal. Both sides. It was terrible. How about two challenges in one inning? Hey, by the way, you guys blew not one, but two calls in the same inning. I mean, seriously, it's unbelievable. The number is 833-625-2278. Matt, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Wow, Chris, this sure is uh, getting exciting. Uh, so uh, how about it, uh, Chris? Uh, are the Oakland A's going to win the division? That's what it's all about. I mean, you know, this is a it, – it's essentially got less than two months left. And this new lineup, I, I, it just gives me great optimism where this team is going, the confidence in this team, uh, the pedigree of the players that they picked up. 
just the way that they look, the confidence, it just it, it, it's going in the right direction. I mean, I, I, I hate Houston. I hate them with a passion. Whoever plays them, I'm a fan of. I, I've admitted on A's Cast Live that uh, if they were playing the devil, I would be rooting for the devil. But, you know, it's going to be tough to track them down, but they got the horses now. They got they got the kind of team that I believe that can track down the Houston Astros. This is going to be awesome. This this is this is why we watch the games, right? This is why we pay attention. This is entertainment. It's wonderful. Oh boy, that's uh, it. And uh, everybody's really excited and it looks like it's going to be a uh, uh, a classic uh, knockdown drag out fight between the uh, A's and the Astros. We Got them where we want them, and uh, I'd sure like to add my name to the list. I want to extend my uh, hopes, thoughts, and uh, prayers to uh, Ray Fossey and uh, uh, Dwayne Kuyper. Uh, I'm I'm going to think positive. Uh, those, those two men are going to find a way to uh, lick this thing. So uh, everybody think positive about Ray and Dwayne, and uh, let's go Oakland. Yeah, that's a great call, Matt. You know, we don't talk that much about Dwayne, uh, but what a wonderful man he is. I'll never forget, I was working at KMBR, and it was Giants Fan Fest, which was always made me want to throw up. Uh, but I was in a golf cart with Dwayne, and he told me one of the funniest jokes about getting married. I was about to get married. And I'll never forget that joke. I can't tell it on the air, but it was hilarious. And Dwayne Kuyper is a wonderful man. The Kuyper family, you know how much we love G. Kuyper, but just, you know, they're that Wisconsin, just really thoughtful, good people. They all are. The Kuypers are a great family. And thoughts and prayers out to Dwayne and, of course, Ray. And, those you know, those guys played together, you know. They, they mean a lot to each other. So uh, the best to uh, both of those guys. I can't even believe I'm going to this. Bitter Bill, you got some nerve calling in when the A's got a winning streak and they've swept the Texas Rangers. You got a lot of nerve calling in. Well, you know, you can't be bitter all the time. But How you feeling, Bitter thing. Bill? How's that, how's that steak dinner feeling? <laughs> I don't know yet. I do I, do I got to play Dion Warwick? Do you know the way to San Jose? Bum, bum. Okay, well, one thing, if the A's ownership is serious about staying or about moving whatever, they got to sign Starling Marte. They can't let this guy go. I mean, they let Simeon go. They let Hendricks go. They can't let this guy go. This is time for the A's ownership to step up and show who they are. You know, technically, he really – and, and I know to us regular human beings, $12.5 million sounds like a lot. But it really isn't that much. He only makes $12.5 mil. I mean, if you could bring him back for $12, $13 million, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, like a two-year, $28 million contract. Yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing in baseball. No. And if this team, I mean, the city of Oakland is not serious, how can the ownership be serious? Really, I mean, you know, it's, it's about time they step up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this, it's go time. I mean, this is yeah. this is this is real. I mean, are we going to do this? I mean, basically, it's like you know when you're about to get married. Are you going to put the ring on the finger or not? Where where are we going here? 
Are we are we going to get this done? Let's get this done and not have to worry about it. Let's get some shovels in yeah. the ground. Let's start building some stuff. Let's start making this a permanent home. Are we going to do this or not? It's go time. That's right. So that's all I got to say. But sign Starling, Marte. The guy's a 300. When's the last time we had a 300 hitter on the team? Carly Lansford? <laughs> <laughs> That is a great – you know what? I don't know the answer to that. When is the last time a guy had a lot of at-bats and finished the season with a 300-plus average and played for the Oakland A's for the entire season? When's the last – I mean, I couldn't even tell you. Was it – God, maybe Cespedes? No, it can't be Donaldson. I don't think Donaldson ever no. hit 300 for. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I've been doing this so long, I, I don't remember. But let me see. Let's see. Cespedes. He ever ended? Nah, Cespedes was uh 292. Uh, yes, Jonas Cespedes, 2014, hit 303, but was traded to Boston after 101 yeah. games, so he doesn't count. So I don't know. <laughs> Is it Josh? I man, to be honest with you, I can't tell you an actual. A that finished the entire season with the club and hit 300. That's a great question. Yeah, and they could sign this guy. You know. Where's David Feldman? <laughs> Feldy, text me. Who's the? What's the answer to that? Let me look at Donaldson. There's no. Yeah, Donaldson. Yeah, I think Donaldson hit 300. Yeah, he did. 2013, Donaldson hit 301 in 158 games. There's your answer. Yeah. So Come what do you on, better Bill. You got to be excited about this new lineup. Oh, yeah, it's about time, huh? And you see how Marte and Harrison go opposite field? I mean, just to watch. I mean, these guys are just, they're legit. They're good quality players. They're not hitting 215. They're not hitting 220. These guys get up there, and they're balling. It's great to see. Like, like it, it, it. no matter what sport you're covering, right, you realize when you got, like, legit Offensive players in football, guys that score touchdowns, you know who those guys are. It's like this team kind of got a little flat, and it was a little boring. And bringing in these guys, it has changed the dynamic. It's changed the DNA of the team, and you're seeing it. The number one thing to look at, they're 5-1 and one with the new lineup. And now they're heading on the road, and I got to tell you, if you're a team like the, the, the Guardians – of course, the Indians, uh, and the Rangers, and the White Sox, you're looking at this A's team going, oh, boy, there's a juggernaut coming to town right now. You got starting pitching. I mean, the bullpen's been good, and now you're scoring runs. You're more athletic. You're a better team. I'm sorry Ramon Laureano's gone, but this team can survive without Ramon Laureano. Let's be honest. I can survive without a guy hitting 240. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah but his defense is good. I know, but, I mean – Marte has come in and changed everything. It just is what it is. Thank you, Bitter Bill. You know, on a Sunday, having a happy Bitter Bill, just a soft spot in my heart. He gone. Let's go to the coach. Coach, you got to be excited what you're seeing in this game. Yeah, Tony. uh, A bunt single, stolen base, and an opposite field uh, base hit by by Lowry. What's the computer say about all that? <laughs> Where's the data in that? <laughs> <laughs> computer says that doesn't even count for a run, probably. 
How about that? Yeah, I'm hoping some of the other guys might try to bunt for a base hit occasionally. I mean, I, hey, I'm, um, I'm almost uncomfortable writing in my scorebook when a guy bunts or steals a base. Like, am I allowed to do this? Am I going to get in trouble? <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want you in trouble. We'll, we'll, we'll carry that. You can say bunting's bad. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we pay you to get on base. We don't pay you to get thrown out at second, as they said in Moneyball. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, Ray Fossey, man, all these things, everyone said it. Everyone said it. So I don't need to say anything more about it, but they've all said it. And it, 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 it hurt real bad when, when that came out. So let me, let me give one, uh, uh, everyone's been talking about his character. Let me give a, a playing example. Cause we haven't heard many playing examples. 74 playoffs. A's had won two game, two world series in a row, but they go down against Baltimore game one. And those were three out of five series then and uh, Baltimore boy they could run some pitches out there Palmer McNally and Cuellar and that you know Bobby Critch and Don Baylor Brooks Robinson and and uh, game two Holtzman pitching a complete game up by two and Ray pounds a three-run homer in the eighth inning to put that game out of reach five nothing and then next game is a shutout win and uh, uh, Vida over uh, Palmer one nothing and the final game is uh, we only get one hit, but win two to one. <laughs> Reggie has like a double. I think it was a double. We only had one hit, and you know Ray caught all those games. So you know you, you, that guy, he he's something else. You know he's something else every 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 step of the way. So um, I just wanted to give him some credit for for the play on the field because we've been talking all about the character. You know because um, he's such a great. He's got so much character. So let me ask you a question, though, current, back to current times. Josh Reddick. Tommy? Yeah, go ahead. Josh Reddick. I mean, he's hitting 290 against right-handers. He's hitting nothing against left-handers. Doesn't have much power. Um, but, you know, he can pull the ball out of Houston or out of Yankee Stadium. You know, Yankee Stadium is like a little toy ballpark these days to right field. Uh, are the A's thinking of bringing him back? As far as you know, I, I wouldn't be that surprised if they do. Josh Reddick? Wow, are you going out of left field? Um, well, obviously, it would have to be next year. Um, Josh Reddick is what, around 33, 34? No, 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 no. He, he just got DFA'd. He just got so DFA'd by, the, by Arizona? He, he did. So he's in the, that little waiver process, and I haven't heard anyone picked him up on waivers, but if no one does, I'd imagine they'll release him. But where are you going to play Probably within him? A, he'd play right field against uh, right-handers. Um, I mean, he's hitting 290 against right-handers. He doesn't have the power. No, uh, I looked. He, I, I, just, I just pulled up his baseball reference. He has two home runs and 54 games. Yeah, he's not hitting with power, but 290 against righties. You know, that's, well, that's I think pretty, he's, pretty he's got to be thankful to get out of uh, Arizona. Coach, do you have any idea how far back Arizona is in the division? <laughs> I don't know what, 34 games or something? 30, far back, right? 36 and a half games back. <laughs> <laughs> They're 29 games back in the wild card race. You can't make that up. Yeah, they're not having a good year. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I don't know if you haven't heard any, any talk about that. I don't, I don't know if I, I wouldn't be that surprised. But nonetheless, happy with the, with the victories of, of late. Yeah, thanks, Coach. We appreciate it. The number, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Let's go to Robert in Portland. Go ahead, Robert. Yeah, hey, Tony. Uh, bringing up, you know, Ray. First time I saw Ray was with the Indians when he caught uh, Sam, sudden Sam, in his great years, when you know, before he got traded to the Giants, of course, and went downhill, but Ray was, uh, you know, a young catcher, but a hell of a good catcher. And I watched him in a du- couple double headers, and when they played the Indians when they came to town, and uh, he did a hell of a job. The guy was a great catcher, threw guys out, and I remember him throwing Campy out. I, I just, when they picked him up, I knew he was going to be a winner. And, you know, he, he's just a quality individual, but I loved him when he was he and Sed and Sam were on, you know, together. You know. What a combination they were when they came to town. No, Ray, I remember um, one of the coolest things in my career was being in Cleveland with Ray and seeing how everybody reacted to him and going out to, you know, they have there at, it's Scott, it was Jacobs Field. I can't remember what they call it now. But I went out to Heritage Park where Ray has a plaque there. He's one of the great Indians of all time. And we did the interview out in center field for A's cast. And just to see how everybody and my grandfather, my grandfather played in the World Series against the Indians the last time they won it in 1948. And, yes, my grandfather hit two home runs off Bob Feller in that World Series. Ray actually brought people who were old enough to remember my grandfather playing against the Cleveland Indians in the 1948 World Series. It was a special weekend to be with Ray. I don't know if it was it was a weekend, but it was three days. It was special being there with Ray because you, you, you really realized how much everybody in Cleveland knows how great Ray Fossey was. Uh, oh, God. He's, he was he strung six years in a row. Uh, when he was traded, they didn't like that. One bit in Cleveland. I think Frank Robinson was managing him. Uh, but, you know, when he went, that was a big pickup for the A's. You know, because Gino was he, was, he wasn't a great catcher, let's face it. And they needed they needed a great catcher. Um, I'm not putting Gino down. I mean, hell, he sure had his moments. But, you know, he went to first base. And uh, it was a big deal. Uh, but getting back to the the A's now, I just feel um, this club versus that one they had losing last in July. I think this club can go uh, six and four on this road trip, maybe even seven and three because they got three in Texas and they could sweep them. You know, because this isn't an easy uh, easy trip with four games in Chicago. And uh, Chicago, I still think, I know you don't agree with me, I still think Chicago's better than Houston. So that's my opinion. But anyway, uh, they're facing three lefties, and uh, Piscotty might, you know, if he ever turns around with that wrist, he might just come in handy when they're in Chicago because he hits well in Chicago, you know, Piscotty. He, he hit a, he's, I think he's hit two grand slams against those guys. So I'm I'm looking forward to them going seven and three or six and four, where before – this team would have went three and seven or four and six. Don't don't quibble with me. They would have without these newcomers. Don't you agree? 
Uh, I thought the team was flat. Yeah, I think during you know I was I was starting to get worried. You know, watching just the lack of production. Uh, this was a team that was just it was solo home run or bust, and that's not going to get it done. And bringing these guys in have energized the players already in the clubhouse, and it's changed the look of the lineup. I mean, I mean, Starling Marte is hitting. I, I'm just getting the game notes now. Post game notes. He's hitting 444 since the All Star break with 16 runs, 12 stolen bases, 11 multiple hit games. That's what ballers do. You brought in. Yep. You brought in a guy who's playing as good as anybody in baseball right now. You brought in the dude. Starling Marte is the dude. You got him, and I would. Now that we're seeing what he does, I don't even care. Jesus Lazardo is gone. You know. Uh... Pirates, uh, Polanco, you know, he's having a couple of bad years here. Yeah, he said when they lost Starling, you know, and start, broke up that team that uh, lost on that Crawford Grand Slam against the Giants, that team was a dangerous team. If they had beaten the Giants in that series, how far would they have gotten? Who knows? But when when Marte left, uh, Polanco said that, you know, he was the heart and soul of that team. That's what he said, Polanco. And, he, he he's you know, he's a good player. Well, you know, I'm looking here once again. I just got these notes. He's got a hitting streak of seven games, and during that time, he's hitting 516. So clearly, getting him out of Miami and bringing him here and putting, you know, certain human beings rise to the occasion. When the moment gets bigger, they get bigger. So he got out of Miami where they stink. I get, you know, I haven't even. I haven't even looked to see how bad they are. Yeah, they're 47 and 65. He got out of that situation, and you put him with a team that's got a chance, and he's rising to the occasion, and it's wonderful to see. Hey, thanks for the phone call. We got more coming up right here, 833-625-2278. Vince with Big Murph coming up next, and your phone calls right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. 
A's fans, join us for the biggest music festival in the fall. It's the inaugural Battle Axe and Tracks Music Festival, held October 2nd and 3rd in Carson City, Nevada. Grammy Award nominees Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Larkin Poe, Samantha Fish, and North Mississippi All-Stars are just four of the 15 acts. Festival activities also include axe throwing and freedom rail bike tours. Tickets on sale now with VIP two-day and single-day tickets available. Check out the full schedule at BattleAxeandTracks.com. That's BattleAxeandTracks.com. Iowa delivers, and Murph, it's a drive to left down the line, base hit into the corner, scoring is Lowry, Harrison around second, streaking to third, gets the green light, throw to the plate, going to be close to the side, out at the plate. One run scores, the A's take a 2-1 to lead. Harrison is slow to get up, and we'll see if the A's might be prone to challenge this, and they will. Now here's the call. Safe. Three to one A's. And two missed calls by this umpiring crew in the bottom of the first. This is A's Clubhouse. Big Murph. One for four, a double, two RBIs. He's hitting 296 with a home run, four RBIs, six walks over his last eight games. And then you add what Jan Gomes is doing. The catcher position for your athletics got way better. Here's Vince Catronio with Big Merv. A's victorious by the final of a 6-3. They sweep the series this weekend against the Rangers. And catcher Sean Murphy joins us. And Sean, when you get additional outs, as they's had opportunities in the bottom of the first setting, and you score the multiple runs and put a crooked number on the board, is that another positive side moving forward as the A's try to find their way offensively and get everybody contributing? I mean, yeah, you know, if a team gives you gives you an extra at bat or an extra strike or something, uh, you got to take advantage of it, and that's what uh, good teams will do. So we need to continue to do that. For yourself in that situation, you drive in two with the double, first ball swinging. What are the times right to be aggressive early in the count like it was then? Yeah, I mean, that's a situation where you just try and get a good pitch to hit no matter when it is. Uh, and so I you know, got one on the first one, and I was able to, you know, get it down. James Caprillion comes off the IL and seemed like he didn't skip a beat. Gives six strong innings. What what did you see from James today as he came back and and basically just kind of got back on the swing of things? Uh, he was good. Uh, you know, he was a little frustrated himself for some pitches he missed, but you know, overall he looked really good coming off the IL. Uh, you know, that's a lot lot to build off of today, and uh, you know, we'll only continue to improve. You know as well as anybody, you've been behind the plate for this rotation that basically has been intact since early May. They. The starters continue to strive to go deep. The bullpen seems has, has found a way to gel. W what impressed you about the consistency from the starters and the way the bullpen is now is kind of riding, rounding into form? Uh, it's awesome. Uh, you know, our, our staff has been there for us all year, uh, and they've been getting, carrying a lot of the load. And, uh, you know, just their competitiveness stands out. Uh, each one of those guys goes out there, you know, uh, they, they just make their pitches, and they don't let the situation get to the best of them. And, uh, you know, they're, they're professionals. How important was it in a series against a team like Texas? They're in a different process than where the A's are. The A's are looking to get to postseason for the fourth straight year. They're trying to figure some things out, figure some things out to have the kind of success the club had this weekend against their club. Uh, you know, it's great to get a sweep, but it's one of those situations where you can't take anybody for granted. You know, those are big league players on the other side, and they, you know, they can hit mistakes and they can make pitches just like the rest of us. Uh, so, you know, you don't take a team a team lightly, depending on where they are in their rebuild or whatever you want to say. But, you know, that's a good team. they got a lot of good players, and, you know, you can't take those guys lightly. And then Murph, uh, I know you always have relationships with the other guys that are catching with you, like you did with Jonah Haim last year and yeah. earlier this year with Aramis Garcia. What's it been like working and talking with Jan Gomes and, 
and having that bond build here for the final 50 games? Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, it's great to have a veteran here, you know, a guy with a you know, World Series ring. He's done it a long time, and he's handled a lot of good pitchers, and he's, he's called a lot of great games. So, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to picking his brain more, but he's he fit right in with everybody. Enjoy the road. Thank you, Murph. Thanks, Vince. Sean Murphy joining us. Tony, now back to you. Love the music in the background. How good is that? Big Murph. All right, let's get back to the phones at 833-625-2278. Let's go to Mike in Fresno. Go ahead, Mike. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I have a question about, uh, uh, you know, the new players. Um, obviously, they've brought a spark to the team, big spark. But I'm wondering if you watch their approach, especially Marte and Harrison, their approach at the plate, where they're not taking three, four pitches, and then they're, you know, one and two, oh, and two. You think maybe that the A's approach to hitting is maybe antiquated by now. Maybe the rest of the league has a pretty solid book on them. Um, I noticed a lot of games in the first half where, you know, opposing pitchers were going straight at the A's, getting first, second strikes, and then our batters were having to defend, you know, just to hold on to an at-bat. You think maybe our approach, seeing these new guys coming in and hitting the way they're hitting opposite field, you know, third, maybe no more than four pitches, maybe our approach, our organization's approach to hitting needs to be reevaluated because this has been going on for about at least two and a half, three seasons now where we're just not a big hitting team for average. And the average is still a big thing in baseball. I'll, I'll listen to you guys uh, on the other side. Well, thank you very much. It's interesting. Now, I don't watch every team, every pitch, every game, every day. You can't. But there is data that has come out that has said, and I, I mean, I don't know how you track this. I mean, I don't know what how, how pitching is different in 2021 than, let's say, 1951. I don't know. I'm not researching that kind of stuff, I can guarantee you that. But there is data that has come out saying that pitchers are throwing harder than ever and they're pounding the strike zone more than ever. So this whole uh, Jack Cust, let's keep the bat on the shoulder and work a walk and let's get to the bullpen, and teams want to get to their bullpen now. Remember that. You know, back in the day, they were like, oh, you got, you know, the Yankees in 19, what was it, 1998. They grind your starter. They get into your bullpen. Well, now the, the teams want to get into their bullpen as fast as possible. They don't want their starters going three times through a lineup. But no matter who you're pitching, if you believe the data, whether it's starters or levers, guys are pounding the strike zone more than ever. So if you're going up there to look, if you're going up to work the count, guess what? You might be down 0-2-1-2 really fast. And that's the thing about, you know, we, we know what the numbers are in different counts. And if pitchers don't throw strikes, you're in trouble. But hitters up there with a pitcher's count, it's no good. So, yeah, go up a hacking. The, the old philosophy that, you know, I mean, Moneyball was a long time ago. You think you're going to take a ton of pitches? Good luck. Because you're going to find yourself down 0-2-1-2 really, really fast. And, yeah, these guys, these new guys coming in, they're coming up hacking. Let's go swing the bat. Put the ball in play. 
Good things happen when you put the ball in play. C-Dub in Oakland, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, going to celebrate the win first and foremost because uh, I like how this is going with the new lineup. You like it, <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. And then it's so nice. It, it doesn't happen very often when, like, the Yankees lose and the Astros lose and the Red Sox lose. This is this is a very good day. Nice weather too. Um, I just want to say, I when I heard about Starling Marte, and I don't follow the National League, and I couldn't have, I knew he played for the Marlins, but I couldn't tell you a whole lot about his like stats and stuff, his slash line. I just knew that guy's a super stud and. I kind of wondered what we would do, what, where we'd move Ramon, and that's worked out in a very weird way, and I'm I'm very sorry, but I'm moving on completely on that one. Um, and it's just like, these guys, this team was good on day one. I went to opening night, and I liked our lineup better than the Astros. And I'm not completely deluded, you know, <laughs> by being a fan. But we – you know, as the season went on, we, we didn't have that guy who would get the single with the guy on second. You can't walk that guy in. You can't you can't home run every whatever thirty seven at bats and count on getting that guy in. You know, when you got a runner in scoring position, you got to get him in that inning right now, right now. And now we got guys. I've also I'm I, I coached some little league, and I'm glad I didn't have any parents who did this. But when I played little league. <laughs> You'd hear those people say, like, a walk's as good as a hit, Jimmy. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're, by the time you get walked, like, okay, if you get walked, is the runner tagging up and scoring from third? No. Are they advancing from first or second? No. Nothing good happens when someone walks. It's like a timeout. Uh, no, it's boring. I mean, walks. Out. We gotta hit the ball. Walks. Hit the ball. Get a hit or hit the ball. Walks may be the most right. boring thing in professional sports. It's terrible. Yeah, strikeouts are weak too. Strikeouts and walks are awful. <laughs> awful. I mean, it's just like, you know, that's one of the things why you look at certain sports. You know, why is football popular? Well, because. Every single play is like a car wreck. I mean, it's just drama on every <laughs> single play. Dudes are smacking each other. A walk is boring. I heard they. I heard on the East Coast they pay people to participate in uh, demolition derbies, and you don't have to win. You just have to. If you're if you're willing to drive, you're going to get a couple hundred bucks. You're helping a whole lot of people have a great time. <laughs> I used to love those shows. Hey, thanks a lot. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. And you know the other thing about guys, uh, hey, he walks a lot. But usually those guys, you know how hard it is to get those guys home? Do you know how hard it is to get Jack Cust home when he walks? You know how many hits you got to get to get him home? Or a Brandon Belt? You know, two guys in the Bay Area, ah, he walks a lot. Look at his OPS. Man, I got to get three hits just to get that guy home. Am I going to get three straight hits after he walks? Walks are boring. Sorry.
And as a former pitcher, I don't like walks. 833-625-2278. Your phone calls as we continue. Don't forget, if you're listening to a radio station and they're leaving us, go to athletics.com slash A's cast or listen on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, A's fans. Want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Miles at the belt, staring at Marte. Now turns, delivers, and Jed. It's a drive and a left for a base hit. And Marte's around third up with the ball is Martin. Here's the throw. It's going to balloon its way into the plate. Marte scores. Lowry lines a base hit to left, and the A's have tied it up at 1-1. Isn't this getting fun? I mean, just think about it. If you're in Tampa right now, you got a four-game lead. If you're on the south side of Chicago, you got a 10-game lead. Houston, you got a two-game lead with the A's just right on your back. How about Philadelphia? They've won eight in a row. The Fighting Phillies have a two-game lead now. The Brew Crew, they got a five-game lead. Giants, eh, they got a four-game lead over the Dodgers. 
But the fight is on, man. This is what it's all about. And before you know it, football's going to start. We're going to have college football. Then we're going to have NFL. Oh, it's the best time of year. It's the best time of year. And there's nothing better when your team's in it, man. The DAs are in it. And they look legit right now, right? Is it just me? That I mean, this new lineup, I'm like, if you're a pitcher, you don't want to go up against these guys. And this lineup looks a lot better. Even with, unfortunately, Ramon being gone, this is still a better lineup. Let's go to Bob in Napa. How you doing today, Bob? Doing great. Have you got me? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, please talk to us about Matt Chapman, the strikeouts, and possibly what the Oakland A's coaching staff is doing presently to see if they can get him over the hump. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say. I really don't. I like Matt Chapman. I think he's a fine young man. Um, he is arguably the greatest third baseman defensively that I've ever seen. He makes plays that, you know, if I if I was to say who's the greatest third baseman, I'd love to say my grandfather. The 1947 MVP, my grandfather Bob Elliott, was the first third baseman ever to be the MVP in baseball, but no. Um, Brooks Robinson has a lot of gold gloves, obviously. I think back in the day people got really sloppy with the voting, and that's why so many guys just kept winning year after year after year. Um, If I had to say who the greatest third baseman is of all time, uh, my favorite player of all time is George Brett. But I think Mike Schmidt is the greatest third baseman overall. What he lead the National League? I think it was eight times in home runs, something like that. I mean, Mike Schmidt is incredible. But uh, I personally have never seen anyone play third base and be more athletic and the arm and to do everything that he does physically than Matt Chapman. I don't know what's going on with him. I, I, I mean, 0 for 4 today, hitting 213. As a six six seven OPS, it's just sad. I mean, this guy has so much talent. I don't know what it is, and I've investigated it because some of you have called up and you've said it's the hip. He had the hip. They're saying he's healthy, and if you watch him play defensively, no one's saying anything about the hip because when he plays defensively, he's incredible. He's playing shortstop now at times, so I don't know where we go with this. I I, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. I hope that uh, they'll be. I, I I hope the the light turns on, and next thing you know, he's hitting home runs and he's doing what we know Matt Chapman can do. But I don't know what's wrong with him, and, and I don't know if that's gonna change. Let's go to Ray in Oakland. Ray, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Ray, are you there? Yes. Yep. Say hey. Yes. Hey. Hey. What's going on? Today's my first game. Today's my first game of A's. Today was your very first ever A's game? And my birthday. And my birthday. Well, uh, you're like a good luck charm. Are you going to be there for the next game? Because we're going to need you there. Yes. And I caught the ball in my first game. No. You got a ball in your first game? From Marte. From Marte. Two. Wow. You know what? We need to get that signed for you. Would you like to have that ball signed? Yes. 
Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get your phone number, and we're going to get that ball signed for you because if you, in your first game, if you got a ball and you got it from Marte, you should get that signed and have that for the rest of your life. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, hold on. Don't hang up. We're going to put you on hold. Go A's. Go A's. Thank you. How cool is that? Your very first game you got a ball? Like, I've only gotten one. Well, I've been hit by one. <laughs> well, I've gotten two. Got smoked by one. I told the story the other night. But I've, as a fan sitting in the stands, I've only, and I've been to thousands of, I've been to so many games uh, throughout my life. I've gotten one ball as a fan. The other ball, when I got hit, I was actually working, and I was in the stands. But I've only gotten one ball. And you know what's crazy? The seats that I have for A's games in non-COVID, my seats that I have season tickets, they're down the left field line. They're right by the bullpen for the A's. And there's balls that come around me constantly when I'm down there. And for the people that I, I give the seats to, lots of sponsors and people. But, man, I never get a ball. He got a ball in his first game. That's awesome. Let's go to William in Visalia. William, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. You there? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, I was hearing earlier that they were, you know, it was a suggestion by, uh, I think, Ken saying that might go uh, a little softer on uh, Caprillion. Is there any chance we see fires this, uh, anymore this season, or is he just done? I don't think we're going to see him. We got the update yesterday from Bob Melvin that he's throwing at 90 feet right now. And if you're not even on the – if you're not on the mound right now and you're in August, you're not going to see him. It's just uh, not going to happen. That's a shame because, uh, you know, he did a lot of good for us, and that's just a shame. We're doing real good, look real hot right now. So I was just kind of hoping we might see him. Yeah, I like Mike a lot. I mean, Mike has been a great Oakland athletic. He's won a lot of games for the A's. He's been dominant at the Coliseum, and it's just sad that this is really just a lost year for him with this elbow. But if if you're, I mean, what what are we, August 8th or August 9th, whatever the date is, if you're, it, it, it's August 8th, if you're not even throwing off a mound and it's August 8th, I, I doubt we're going to see him in a game. Uh, well, you know what I really like about him was that, uh, you know, it seemed like on the off season, uh, he 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 kind of bent over backwards just to get another year with us to do something, and I really uh, respected him for tr- trying his hardest to do that, like he wanted to play for the team. Yeah, he likes being here. There's no question about it. Thank you, William, for the phone call, and I think. Uh... You know, he caught some slack from the national media for what he said about the Houston Astros, but it was like, first of all, a lot of people who went after Mike Fires, let's face it, they're not baseball people. You know, they're talking heads at, like, ESPN, and they're, a lot of them were football people. Like, if you had a problem with it, why didn't you say it while you played for him? That's not how a baseball clubhouse works. And the arrogance of the Astros to think that they could do what they were doing in a sport that has constant change and that nobody would leave that clubhouse and not tell the other team you're now playing for what they were doing. I mean, it's just dumb. I mean, let's just be honest. It's dumb. You really think that a guy that shows up 
and is playing for the Houston Astros, and he's watching these clowns bang a trash can, gets traded or signs as a free agent somewhere else, and he's not going to go to his new team and tell them what the, what's going on? You're that arrogant? Like, think about that. And then the national media is going to get mad at you for, 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 for spilling the beans. Well, guess what? They're cheating. I know they're cheating. I played with them. They're a bunch of cheaters. That's not how you're supposed to. No, that's exactly how you're supposed to do it. I have no problem with my, you know, if the A's were doing it and someone left this organization and said something, I'd be saying the same thing. I would be consistent. You're an idiot. If you're going to cheat and think no one's going to leave and tell on you, that, as a competitor, that's your responsibility to your new team to let them know how these guys are cheating. If I'm that, where would fires go? Do you go to Detroit? Yeah, I went to Detroit. If I'm Detroit and I'm paying Mike Fires and he knows that these guys got a camera out in center field and they've got a television right by their dugout and they're banging trash cans, he better be telling me what's going on. Can you imagine? As you're, I'm your employer. I'm paying you now. You have no loyalty to those guys. You better tell me what's going on. I just don't understand how these guys that he – it was really the ESPN guys, and, you know, they put they take these football guys and they give them national shows and they don't get baseball. But still, it's like, are you kidding me? You guys thought Mike Fires is the bad guy, not the guys who were actually cheating? They were cheating over and over and over again. And this was a whole – like, I, I broke it down. This wasn't Alex Cora goes to Best Buy and buys a camera and then figures out how to put the camera in center field and then wire it all the way back to the dugout. I have been told, I have been told that you had to bury the cables underneath the field to go all the way to the dugout. You know how many people were involved in this? Do you know how many people were involved in their scandal? There's so many people who worked for the Astros that were involved in getting that camera feed to that dugout. And they all got away with it. Except Jeffrey Lunau, the manager, a coach, and a former player. Everybody else in the organization got away with it. It's unbelievable. They're bank robbers. They stole the money. They got to keep it. And they got to throw four people under the bus Major League Baseball didn't really want to get into it. Why? Because other teams were doing it too. And the last thing baseball wanted was this mass scandal. Because, you know, you you think you want to make the Yankees have to pay for it? Because it's the Yankees. You're not going to go after the Yankees. That's that's your prime real estate. You're not going to go after them. I'm telling you right now. It was two years ago. I was down at Pebble Beach. AT&T Pro-Am, Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros, went on KMBR 680 on their morning show, which was in the parking lot in the makeshift uh, media room, and did an interview, and then after, allegedly said, we weren't the only team doing it. 
He wouldn't say it live on the air, but he allegedly said after the interview, we weren't the only team doing it. They basically told Jim Crane, listen, you got your World Series, you got your money, fire your manager, fire your GM, we're going to suspend these guys for a year, your players get to keep everything, you keep the rings, you keep the money, but we're going to have to make you this, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to punish you. You're going to tell Jim Crane, the billionaire, we're going to fine you $5 million? That's tip money to him. Are you kidding me? What that guy's worth? But he let it He let it out at AT&T at Pebble Beach. He said we weren't the only ones doing it. Baseball wanted no part of the scandal. You think spider tax a big deal? This would have been far. Oh, the investigation would have been crazy. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. We continue with your phone calls right here after a sweep of the Rangers on the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. 
At Navy Federal Credit Union, we help our members execute missions every day, like Operation... Earn cash back on tutus, dance lessons, and tiaras, so I can get a little more towards something for me. Or Operation... Pay for soccer, pay for piano, pay for dinner. Then use the cash back on something for Mama. The cash rewards card from Navy Federal gives you 1.5% cash back on purchases and has your back with fraud protection. Apply now. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members of the mission. Open to the armed forces, the DOD, veterans, and their families. Insured by NCUA. You know, if you look up footwear from the past, there are just some shoes that are not so great for your feet. Oh, these wooden shoes are killing me. But now a beaver's eating them? Shoe beaver! What a mess. Huh. Luckily, Skechers has made footwear history by designing astonishingly comfortable footwear that are good for your feet. Let's start with fit. Skechers are the fit specialists and have the perfect fit for virtually any foot shape. Skechers has wide fit, relaxed fit, stretch fit, and arch fit with podiatrist-certified arch support. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists using over 20 years of data to make arch fit. And feet worldwide are benefiting from the comfort and support. Plus, Skechers, the comfort technology company have innovations like air-cooled memory foam, durable Goodyear rubber, and hyper-burst cushioning. These promote comfort and offer incredible protection from the impact of everyday walking and running. And Skechers doesn't just care about your feet, your budget is important too. Skechers are an incredible value, plus most are machine washable and many styles are vegan. Look, you only get two feet, so you better take care of them in Skechers. Skechers, a fit to be tried. Find your next pair at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Napista Starling is a line drive, base hit left center. It's six to two A's. Scoring is Canna. Marte turns it first with a single, and that's a four hit game. You can't believe the impact he's made on this club. And six to A's in the bottom of the sixth. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Yeah, I mean, this guy is a monster. Or a manster, half man, half monster. It's been great to watch him. Let's go to Vince and Lafayette. Vince, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Yeah, when the guy was talking about uh, Fry, all I got to say is uh, Cole Irving. <laughs> That's my response to that. And Cole Irving is the, one of the greatest pickups I think the A's uh, have done in the offseason. They paid Philadelphia a song and a dance and got themselves a really good starter. I mean, that was, I, I think, besides these three, four pickups that we did in um, trade deadline, which I think is another brilliant move. That was the best so- uh, signing. And I, uh, he wasn't even supposed to be on the roster. Uh, so that was really good. The second uh, thing I had to comment before we get to what I want, really wanted to talk about was the walks. I, I agree that hits are much more fun than walks. However, if the guy's thrown in in the dirt or way outside or over your head or whatever, you can't be swinging. You got to – I mean, I've seen uh, Chapman swing so many pitches in dirt – you got to let the guy throw a strike. So I, what I don't like is when the guy throws a nice pitch down the middle and you're taken. That, to me, drives me nuts. But there's nothing wrong with walking if they're not throwing strikes. If they're throwing everything outside in the dirt or at you, you know, take the base, you know, eventually that guy's going to be out of there if he keeps walking everybody. But um, I think the problem with the A's is they would come up and they would take the first pitch or two and it would be like right 
right there in the, in, in the wheelhouse, and you got to swing at those. So you got to be ready to swing at the first pitch, not looking to take a walk. There's a big difference between looking to take a walk and coming up there aggressive, you know, hitting. And I think that's a big difference. Do you agree with that? or? Well, I mean, any pitching coach is going to tell you the best pitch in baseball is strike one. However you get that strike, strike one's the best pitch. Because once, once, I, once I take the count, as a pitcher, and I make it 0-1, the at-bat is now in my favor as a pitcher. Strike one is the best pitch in baseball. And what you're seeing is guys pound the strike zone. So this whole idea that I'm we're just going to take a ton of pitches and get to the bullpen, you know, that was the theory, right, back in the day. I mean, you just pick up Michael Lewis's book, Moneyball. It was about, you know, hey, we're going to take as many pitches as we can and get the starter out of there. Well, now organizations, are they want to get to their bullpen. They don't even want their starters going through the lineup three, time, three times. They want to get to their bullpen. They want to get to these power arms coming out of the bullpen, throwing 100 miles an hour, and they're throwing strikes. Like the guy today, Peters, took, took a – how fast was that, the final pitch, like 97 miles an hour from Lou Trevino, and he just stood there and watched it? Like, what are you doing? You're taking strike three? You got to go up there hacking. Let's go. And I totally agree with that. The only thing I was just making my point is, you got to be aggressive when you get up to the plate, and you should be swinging at the balls in your, especially in your zone, and it, or you know a decent, really pitch. But if the you know if the pitch is like you know you could see it's not going to be a strike, or you no, I agree. To, you're not going to swing at balls. Yeah. I'm not saying to swing at balls, but we're seeing pitchers be very efficient, so they're going to be living in the strike zone. And if you're looking at pitches, before you know it, you're going to be down 0-2-1-2, and those counts are not in your favor. And I totally agree with that. I think that's the A's biggest problem is because they were watching the pitches all the time, they were throwing strikes. And that's when I, I, I um, you know, I can't stand that. you got to throw swing at the first pitch, of it, especially if it's in your zone. I mean, I don't mind if you take the pitch and it's like a borderline pitch and you're not good at it, let's say inside corner or whatever, and you're not you're not good at the inside corner. Okay, I could see taking that because you still got two more. But for the most part, if it's a strike, you gotta be swinging. And if it's anywhere near the plate and you've got two strikes on you, you better be swinging. Because I always tell my son, I mean, he's very very good ball player, which I always had his talent. Um, it's better to swing at ball four than to watch strike three. I always tell him that. You know, that's my. Uh, saying and it's, and I I believe in that but you know you don't want the umpire call call the strike so I, I agree with that but what I, what I was getting back with the A's is these pickups and I like I said I've been following the A's like forever and um, you know I remember getting foul balls a ton of them when there was like 700 people literally in the stands you get there in September and, <laughs> and it'd be like nobody there so it was really easy pickings if you go to the late 70s. They go um, the A's games. Uh, Vita uh, Blue's last game, the pitch for the A's was like 740 people at the game. It was ridiculous. Um, but, um, you know, you, you look at the, these pickups that these guys got. And like I said, following the A's since 1972 when I moved out here, um, I've never seen this kind of a pickup ever um, for all these players. And, and, and I remember we got Parker and all those other great moves that, um, that we've had going down the stretch. But not like this. I mean, it's, in my opinion, I guess, this is the best um, pickup. And also, like I said, with Cole Irving, they did in the offseason. I think that was an awesome pickup. I think the A's 
starting in the um, off season, going through right now, um, is the greatest pickups. I, I really think it's going to be a, a Bay Area World Series. That's my prediction. Giants A's, and uh, I just like I tell everybody, if that happens, you better get earthquake insurance. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate the phone call. A Bay Area World Series again. Wow. Love it. Bring it on. Can't wait for this uh, series to get going again coming up here with the Giants coming over to Oakland. Let's go to Andrea, my astrologer. How are you? Hey, Tony. How are you doing? Well, another win in this lineup, yeah. the new lineup. They're 5-1. and one. Yes, and it was a sweet, very dramatic, and that was just such a – Sweet phone call from that young fan. He was celebrating his Leo birthday, first A's game. He caught a ball. I mean, that's what makes baseball so magical. And uh, happy new moon, 8-8 Lionsgate. So very auspicious all around. And how about this? I'm already in the works of trying to get this ball signed for this young man, know, for this kid. Sweet. That was so Pisces of you. Bless your heart. No, that's very memorable for him. And, uh, yeah, speaking of memorable, that was a, a wonderful uh, sweep. And um, Marte, I was at the game yesterday, and here's Marte doing his thing and um, positive Jupiter aspects to his Mars. And Mars is a crucial planet for an athlete whose energy, assertion, and aggression. He's born October 9, 1988 in Santa Domingo. And remember, you know, sometimes uh, – Dominican Republic birth dates are a little inaccurate, but we'll go with that. And I sent some Matt Chapman homework coming on. Is that something you'd like me to look at? I would. Uh, how can we fix him? I'll take a look and let you know. <laughs> because th- 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 we got to get him going. Yeah, yeah, we sure do. Yeah. And if and, and if you can make the stars make that happen, I think we 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 we. We'd all love it. Yeah, I mean, it's all about riding the wave. You know, if we're in an optimum cycle, how to make the most of it. If we're in a challenging planetary cycle, how to mitigate it. So it'll be interesting. He's uh, April 28, 1993. Okay, so I'll take a look and I'll report back to you. Yeah, figure out how we get Matt Chapman going again because Matt is hes a special guy. Mm-hmm. He's a tough guy. He's a leader. Everybody right. loves him in the clubhouse. It's just he, he has struggled offensively. But if he could get going here in the second half, that would just be so big for the for this team. Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll take a look. And uh, we got the day off tomorrow. So uh, oh, I'm going to Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia night Tuesday. So I'll get back to you uh, middle of next week with uh, Matt Chapman's uh, sports astrology. You have new homework. I do, teacher. <laughs> I Happy love to it. be of service. Well, yeah, if you you know, this could be your finest moment. If you can fix Matt Chapman, it may be your finest moment in talk radio. Well, that said, I'll see what I can do April 28, 1993. I don't have an accurate birth time, but based on the information I have, I will um, do his forecast report and see what planetary cycles he's currently in. I will get you that birth time if you need that. Oh, can you? That'd be awesome. Can you imagine how weird that'd be if I walked up to Matt Chapman? Hey, what time of the day were you born? <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised, County. Baseball players are kind of superstitious. I mean, not that astrology is superstition, but, you know, if it's something that can help their game, you know, I, I think they'd be open to it. I've worked with players before, coaches, managers, you know, pitching coaches. So, you know, Rick Peterson, if you remember him from the A's. Yeah, yeah. of course. 
Yeah, I mean, the more information that can help, and, you know, it's like a map of optimum timing. You have so when I was born. What, what, was, I, was I a morning or a night baby? Oh, I can look you up and let you know. Okay, because I remember you did give me your birth time, and you have Aries rising off the top of my head. So you were born in the morning, because if you're born out at the same time around dawn, you'd have Pisces rising. So Aries rising, I'm going to say morning, but I have you in my database. I can just check. Yeah, I may have been born in the morning, but I'm not a morning person at all. Oh, God, yeah, no, I'm a complete night owl. Born at night, very night owl. You know what? I, 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 I can't remember who, it might have been CNN put this out, but like, a lot of the great world leaders in the history mm-hmm. of the planet were night people. Oh, yeah. They always say we're more creative and more eccentric, unique, different. Yeah. Yeah. But these people, I, I get up early and drink coffee and I run. No, no. Yeah, the, the people, not our path. <laughs> the most creative people are us night owls who hang. We're creatures of the night. That's right. Yes. My night has just begun. I'll be on late night sports talk radio. Yeah. I love it. You know, I... I you know, the phone stops ringing, you don't have to deal with clients, I work on charts, I call in, you know, it's just it's just like a natural fit. Yeah, who, uh, what's his name on Fox you always go on? Oh, uh, Ben Maller show. Ben Maller. The- Tell Ben the- Maller, next time you're on with Ben Maller, it's been years since I've had him on, but oh. tell him I said hello. Oh, I'd, I'd love to, Tony, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, he's really cool. They um, named me the sports sorceress. Oh, I, I, I go I love... on the show and I share the sports astrology of um, the athletes. Yeah, I had been on years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, he was working in L.A. I've always liked him. I think he's a great talent. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I used to listen to him because on we would carry Fox Sports on 95.7 The Game. And then right, so, right. Yeah. so when I would get done doing A's, I'd be driving home and I'd oh, listen to Ben Maller. He's, he's a good guy. Yes. He's a really good right. guy. He's on that station. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really so. Next time you're on with him, tell him I said hello. Oh yeah, I'll be on telling him about eight eight and the Lionsgate new moon in Leo. I should be on tonight, or shall we say early in the morning after midnight? I'll be happy to share that, Chris, and let him know. I love it. All right, next time we talk, Matt Chapman. You got it. Take care. <laughs> you too, Tony. Take good care. <laughs> good times, good times. Here is the skipper, Bob Melvin, with the media after the sweep. Hey, Bob. Uh, you guys have had some pretty uh, strange luck with replay. Uh, how big were those two two overturned calls in that inning? Yeah, big. I mean, I, I the first one for me, I wasn't sure. The second one was pretty easy, but first one wasn't sure. It's just, you know, it looks like on the transfer, he had no chance to get in there and just out, outran the ball. So once you looked at, you know, the replay on that one, he was in there. Not that tough a call either, so that's that's some serious speed. But yes, those those helped us out, even though, you know, they were the right calls. Like we uh, ask you about Starling Marte basically every day, but what do you <laughs> what, what more can you say about uh, what he's been able to, to bring to the offense and the spark he brings? Yeah, just all the above. Whether it's you know big hits, whether it's just understanding going the other way, knowing when to steal, just creates all kinds of havoc on the bases. You know, for opposing managers, catchers, pitchers, you know, and, and just allows, you know, the hitters to get some some better pitches too, and likely more fastballs. So there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff to like about him. Steve Berman. 
Hey, Bob, obviously you guys have to focus on the next game, one game at a time, that kind of thing. But how does it feel to kind of, you know, gain a little ground so quickly on the Astros? Look at the standings, see you're only two games back and percentage points ahead of the Red Sox for the top wild card spot. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of baseball left. I, you know, the, the swings can be seem more dramatic right now. You know, it was a time we had a little bit of lead on them and then they, you know, passed us and had a pretty significant lead. So, you know, there's a lot of baseball left. I think the, the main thing you need to do is just focus on yourself. We're playing better baseball right now. Get on a roll, win some games. And then once it comes to September, you know, especially down towards the end, we play them, we play Seattle. And, you know, that that's the time you probably – it gets decided. So you just try to, to not get too emotional about watching the scoreboards. Let's finish up with Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob, um, for Caprillion, his first start back um, seemed like didn't have a lot of rust. Um, what do you think of just his start overall? Yeah, I thought he was good. You know, it looked like he was getting a little bit tired there at the end. I wasn't going to let him throw 100 pitches today. It was probably going to be only six ups to begin with. And his pitch count was pretty manageable until that last inning. But, you know, again, he has a man on third. He leaves him there with a strikeout the first time. Um, gives us six innings, only three hits. Gets swings and misses, real efficient. I mean, after having a little bit of time off, didn't miss a beat, pitched in the fashion that he basically has been all year. Cap's legit. I'm really looking forward to his future with the Oakland Athletics, no question about it. This guy can pitch. And he hasn't had a lot of innings, but he's got it, and that's what matters. Here is Cap with the media after the win. That was Steve Brennan. Hey, James, uh, how would you describe how you felt your shoulder when you went on the IL and what the issue was? And then by comparison, how much better you felt today? Yeah, before just feeling a little inflammation, um, just a little uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, I wasn't even a thought in my mind today. Um, yeah, physically, I feel I feel great. Hey, James, I know you're always kind of critical of what you could do better um, after yeah. a start. You look pretty upset um, going into that, you know, dugout after the last inning. What what did you kind of see that you could kind of improve on, I guess, for, for next time out? I just, yeah, it was probably, to be honest, I I didn't even realize I put together a quality start. Um, so I am happy about that. And I know I was pretty, pretty tough on myself out there. Um, it's just the stuff. It's the in-game stuff, you know. The the not getting ahead with the fastball, um, the OO not throwing enough strikes, um, the four four straight balls to walk. Um, I think it was Holt. It's just stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously the bats were were going today and um, things were on our side, but you know, maybe another situation. If I do that, you know, I might not be in the game anymore. So. Um, I need to clean that aspect up, and I was disappointed with myself about that. And, um, you know, the guys around me did a good job of kind of keeping my head online and, and, you know, realizing that it was enough today to get us, you know, a chance to win. And um, that's courtesy to the guys around us. Steve Cronin. Yeah, James, i got two questions for you. First, um, a lot of times they say you don't really know a guy until you play with him. So what do you know more about Starling Marte now than you did a week and a half ago? <laughs> I wouldn't want to pitch to him. Um, 
I'd say he's pretty underrated. Uh, the guy, the guy does it all. Honestly, he's making plays on defense. He's a threat on the bases. He uses all the field. Um, he's got a, a, an unbelievable approach at the plate. Um, and he's, he's just a weapon. Uh, you look at the guy and he's built and he looks like a big leaguer and I'm glad he's on our team. I think, uh, they did a great job of, of bringing him, uh, as an addition to this, to this clubhouse and, um, he fits right in and, you know, <laughs> love having him on the lineup. Yeah. The second question would be, I, I know you pro probably appreciated both, but which play do you think was better Harrison's play on uh, Garcia or Murphy's play on Garcia? Uh, I think Harrison's was pretty, uh, it's hard for me to say, but Harrison's play play was pretty impressive. Um, that ball, he, he, he got that one pretty good. Um, obviously that bunt he dropped down was, was a dime. And, you know, I went back in the dugout and told Murph I would have made that play and Murph told me, no, I wouldn't. So, um, Murph's a stud back there too. I mean, he, he's just an animal with every single thing. He just has so much game awareness and he's expecting that kind of stuff. So, you really can't go wrong. It's nice to have uh, it's nice to have those guys uh, around me on the field. Fair enough. Thank you. Finish it up with Steve hey, um, Yesterday, after uh, after the game, Cole said that uh, Bassett came to him before on Friday and told him some stuff on a couple of hitters for the Rangers as kind of you know ways to attack them. Uh, did you talk to any of the starters before going to this game? And how important is that to have the rotation be able to kind of give you that kind of insight before going to a game against anyone? Yeah, I went to Bass. The minute he got pulled from his game, um, I, you know, I obviously let him do his thing for a while. And then I don't know if anyone saw, but I went straight to him after and sat next to him and talked to, about, talked to him about his outing and, and his approach with some guys that I had never faced and then anything new he had seen. Um, facing these guys and, 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 you know, kind of just reading swings and stuff. And, um, you know, that's obviously something I'm still, I'm still learning. And, you know, Bassett's been doing this and having success at this level for a long time. So for me to be able to just ask him questions, tell him what I see, and then him, you know, either reiterate that or tell me what he sees. Um, it's huge. And I think, I think that goes a long way with um, the success that we have as a team and a pitching staff and, um, it just every single guy on the staff wants to, you know, outcompete the next guy, but we're also all pulling for each other too. So it's, it's really healthy uh, competition and, and um, we all want each other to be better and, and be the best because we know ultimately if we're going to have a chance at this, it's going to take, it's going to take us to, you know, um, give our team a chance to win every single time. And um, if that means, you know, me, you know, passing a little info to the next guy or, or Bass doing that or Montas or, or, or Cole or, or Sean, we're going to do that. I'm looking at the box score right now, and everybody likes to talk about integrity of the game as we saw a position player pitch yesterday. I'm looking at the box score of the Texas Rangers. 216, 204, 200. A buck eighty-eight and a buck forty-three. These are some of the batting averages they have in their lineup. Clearly not trying to win. Unbelievable. Once again, 216, 204, 200, 188, and 143. Do you think they're really trying to be competitive? You want to talk about integrity of the game? That is unbelievable. 
All righty, now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Day off tomorrow. Everybody take the day off. Well, if you can take the day off from work, go ahead. If not, no baseball tomorrow. Everybody relax. On Tuesday, we will have A's Cast Live at 2 o'clock. We'll have A's Total Access getting you ready for the game at 310. We'll have another Top 50 countdown with Vince Catronio. And then first pitch at 410 against the Cleveland, can we call them Guardians yet? At 410. Are we allowed to do that, Robert Costa? Can I call them the Guardians, not the Indians? All right, they're still the Indians. That will be at 410. But it'll all start at 2 o'clock with A's Cast Live right here on A's Cast. And then we'll get you to the A's Radio Network at 410 for first pitch. Athletics with the sweep, only two games back of the Astros. We'll see everybody on Tuesday right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. DQ presents, picture this. Picture the DQ Reese's Extreme Blizzard. That's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Reese's Pieces. Plus peanut butter topping and chocolatey topping mixed in world-famous DQ soft serve. Now picture yourself digging in. To express the excitement you'll feel, I'm talking in all caps. Because it's a capital E extreme treat with all the Reese's flavor you could dream of. Underline exclamation point. (sighs) Try the DQ Reese's Extreme Blizzard and take Reese's and DQ love to a whole new level. DQ. Happy tastes good. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, OReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yeah, sure, the players bring some skill to the game, but if I don't put them in my lineup, who cares? Not me. I'm Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM and league runner-up two of the last nine years. I use the progressive Name Your Price tool with options based on my budget. And for a guy that's used to being in control, it fits. Like this runner-up t-shirt. Champ gets a trophy, but you can't wear a trophy. Boom. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mark your calendars. Fireworks are returning to the Coliseum on Friday, August 20th, after the A's host the San Francisco Giants in Game 1 of the Bay Bridge Series. After the game, fans will have a chance to head out onto the field to enjoy a post-game fireworks show.
Don't miss your chance to see Game 1 of the Bay Bridge Series and the best fireworks display in the Bay. Tickets available at athletics.com. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Laureano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.